G'day punters, welcome to Victims of the Punt, powered by readybet.com.au, an Australian-owned and operated bookmaker, uh, a bloke on this show actually owns and runs it. Uh, download the app today, please, and always, please, gamble responsibly. Very important, Mark, isn't it, that we gamble responsibly and say gamble responsibly all the time to avoid any type of um, trouble? It's, uh, yes, and it's a very good message as well, like one that we wholeheartedly endorse. And obviously, this show is on the mailbag platform, which I would think is almost half responsible if you're going to bet in Sydney on Saturday to head to the mailbag.com.au and purchase Rob Scurry's Manning Yard Mail uh, delivered via the mailbag app. Rob, Scar's dog, um, how, how airborne are you and how good do you feel about yourself day to day at the moment? <laughs> you keep saying I'm airborne, like maybe. October, I'm, I'm, I'm down a little bit, um, but I was pretty proud of myself to dig out of a hole. Like I was uh, on Warwick Farm on Wednesday. I was went five and a half units lost at Randwick, and then we're about six units down, and we've managed to win three on the day. So I feel like I've, 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 I've you know, turned the corner, and we're going we're gonna to get it all back and win again in October, and uh, no reason why Everest Day can't be the day to uh, do that. Yeah. Uh, uh- each and every mailbag uh, production is powered by punningform.com.au. It's a database I use, everyone on the mailbag uses. It's why we win. Uh, if you haven't, give it a go. Now's the best time to use it. You can um, make notes. You can use form. You can get data on tracks, which I think we're going to run a slide soon, are we, boys? For the Randwick track. Now, where is the rail this week, Mark? Uh, it's back in the true. It's the big day. It's Everest Day. We were out eight last week. It has been shifting around. Um, so if we could run the um, punting form meeting page, but also overlay with Mark's brain power and experience, and then overlay that with scurries. What like me from a partial Sydney, you know, pricer now. Uh, I'm concerned about the last Saturday abandoned eight meter rail, bottomless. Now we're only got eight meters of good track. That's why I'm reading it. Thoughts. Um, yeah, you're thinking about it logically, which is a dangerous first step whenever you're approaching tracks in Sydney. So I'll, I'll, I'll just go on, on the evidence of what we've seen. I, I'm, I don't go into the why, you know. I, I don't walk the tracks. I don't know. I just keep records on what's happened. And when it goes back to the true, the last meeting in the true was the 17th of October. Uh, we saw horses like Brigantine, Mahogany, went from near last, you know, come swooping right down the middle. Uh, that was on. We saw horses lead that day, like Kiss the Bride as well. Uh, it was it was fair-ish, um, and backmarkers certainly got their chance. Now, look, I, I expect this track to be wetter. Uh, will be wetter than that one, um, which, to be honest, probably makes it even harder to lead. It, it, the wetter it is, the, the harder it would be to lead. I would suggest, but. Um, yeah, I, I, look, I'm looking. Unlike last week, where when Mark Lamborn was on, and you might recall, he absolutely. Nailed, Nailed it. it. He got it 110% right. Um, look, with the rail going back to the true, it won't be like that. It, it will not be up the inside. It will be, I think, fair, I'm assuming fairish until we say otherwise. Rob, would you agree with that? And also, before that, Rob, um, what's the weather doing? It's raining now. It's going to rain, rain this morning. Probably going to get, I'd say, three to five mil by the look of it. So I think it will be on the worst. It's a nice day tomorrow. Um, I'd say it will be on the worst side of heavy eight. Yeah. Yeah. So be be looking for horses with uh, heavy heavy form. So just to clarify, what are you predicting, Mark? 
I'm, I'm predicting fair-ish. It, leaders will get a temper rate of maybe. Uh, and it's a, especially by the last race, uh, last races, I wouldn't be surprised to see them uh, getting hung down the middle. If, um, if we've got that meeting, uh, the yeah, go back to the meeting data slide, lanes five to seven on true rails across all track conditions are traditionally the best. Lane one is no good, 0.78 um, A2E, which is pretty bad, uh, considering that lane one is the, the cherry spot at most tracks and rail position. Yeah. And so is li- lanes three to four, tricky, but lanes eight to 11, poisonous. Dancer. Yeah. And Marky. Are you expecting uh, running, you know, you, you don't want to be on the fence. You want to be peeling, you know, maybe the three-wide line or the, or the, you know, off the rail. You don't want to be on rails and run. Yeah, I, I think they might just steer away from it if that's the case. The, that meeting on the 17th of September, inside gates were okay, but they, you had to be able to get off fence. Oh, you remember um, the horse you back, top rank, it sort of came through inside. but The it world's best riding. horse. world's best horse. Um, he was. Uh, um, he did. He came up the inside, but he wasn't scraping the rail. He was probably tracking two off and and sort of poked through, and then he ended up three, four off when he um, got through to win. Yeah, uh, well, blessed that day. Top rank and he was uh, put to the sword by uh, old R. King again. Yes, the Australia's best judge of pace. But anyway. <laughs> yeah. Hey, come on. Uh, well, after all that, I'm saying I'm going in with no preconceptions. We're going to see what happens. How's that for a lead? <laughs> yeah. So what five minutes of back to back to we don't know. Any uh is this hot dockies? Yeah, yeah um, hot dockies. High, high profile visitor, Dico. You called me up for missing B Mellon last week. Well, I'm not yeah. gonna see Frosty Lane this week. Monster, last hundred stats, and monster Randwick all time stats. Who's your man? So do you uh, if, mind you, if you can get warning home in the St. Ledger, they should probably put up a statue on him. Do you do you like um do you pay that much attention to that sort of stuff? So like if, if you're pricing a horse and do you give it two extra points sort of thing for because D lines on D lines on at Randwick? No, well not. It depends. Hark back to what uh, Mr. Lamborn said last week. Oh, I'm more a jockeys for horses and jockeys for situations type uh, bonus. Put it that way. I'm not going to yep. just. I mean, I'm not a. I'm not a algorithm. I'm not a model. I'm not going to give a horse a kick. That otherwise has no chance or maps badly just because D lane's on and it's a graphic. Uh readybet.com.au, Australian owned operator bookmaker. What are we doing this weekend, great man? Um racing and sport, well, racing promos at least, seven days a week. Uh Friday's always a big day for us. Head to the website and log in to check out what they are. We do have a little Everest Caulfield Cup special on tomorrow, uh, which we can't really talk about here. Uh, but if you but if you head to readybet.com you, you'll find out all about it. Once you log in, you will, yes. And then you'll gamble responsibly. Always gamble responsibly. Uh, we've done the jockey data. We've done the meeting data. Shall we kick in? We're going to preview you guys races three, the Craven Plate. Race four. Now, the St. Ledger. Now, I don't know if that's, they've stolen this or the Victorians have stolen this because there's a St. Ledger we talked about that um, Algaron came through. or Allegron. Allegron. Um, and we're going to touch on race eight, the Silver Eagle. Last week's race, we're going to do it twice because um, we didn't get through it last weekend, and we'll recap um, the boys' sort of thoughts, the Everest. Should we kick off in the Craven Plate where we're going to look at the Cascadian replay after this market where I cannot read these odds because I've had a meltdown technically uh, in the shed. Thank you. 
Oh, I say that, and oh, no, I, <laughs> <laughs> and then they won't load for me either. No, I have it here. I have it here. Prices averted. Number one, Cascadian ruling favourite at dollar sixty-two. Just folk wear eleven. Uh, three surf dance at four eighty. It's actually yeah, the only other one in the market is Primudo. We're best odds at thirteen dollars. It's around eleven dollars elsewhere. Um, I don't like a Adkins uh, as a jockey booking. Uh, so we're thirteen dollars it, but this does appear to be all about Cascadian. Let's look at the replay for Cascadian. Um, this is the this is a bit of a Caulfield Cup reference too. Montefilia comes out of this head still Caulfield Cup, and is that also Numerian mark? Yeah, Cascadian wasn't favoured in this. Uh, which, having a look at the replay and given the way it won, may appear as a surprise. But it was uh, Montefilia was uh, expected to win this. Uh, she probably she a run short or something because she was pretty disappointing on face value. No, she looked pretty good. Um, Cascadian was the best I'd ever seen it. Um, and Numerian always always presents well. Um, sharpish sort of stayer, you know. Um, gets get quite a toey type, but um, I don't know what to make of Montefiore. She looks like a like a stayer to me. Um, I'm not sure if she's a wait for age. You know, she maybe maybe a bit like that uh, silent. What was the thing Roger James had a few years ago? Maybe it runs better in the autumn than the spring. I got on the wrong side of it. Fact that to the Caulfield Cup, then the next autumn it wins the BMW and every and everything. Um, uh, but, uh, solid well, achiever, solid achiever. Oh, well done. Hey, you, you know how bad you guys are going if I'm coming up with <laughs> yeah. historical names of horses. Very good. Well done. We did um, the Caulfield Cup like on last night's show. As far back as I could remember was Jamaica. <laughs> 2015. I'm better at 80s Caulfield Cup winners than the last three. Yeah. <laughs> because you're underage, you were sober. You remember it all. Yeah, yeah. It was the Faulkner Caulfield Cup. Faulkner won it. And yeah, I was on the big price solid and achiever. Anyway. Sorry, so where were we here? What, why are you taking on? Which horse are you taking on again? And you are best price anywhere. Why are you taking it on? Uh, well, we're best odds for Mido, which isn't really saying much because it's double figure odds. I, look, I think it's. It's half in the market at around 10 to 1 most places because it's got 50 kilos in this uh, weight for age race. Uh, and, you know, it's like the fresh blood three-year-old sort of thing, but it's it's just a horse in my opinion, and A. Adkins has diabolically poor stats. Uh, I don't think this horse is going to jump out of the ground with him on it. Um, I think they're overplaying the weight factor here. I think he should be much longer than 10 to 1, so we're 13. Coming back with us if you think I'm wrong. Also, I'm... A little bit over the odds, Surf Dancer. Look, Surf Dancer just maps so well here. It's the, the only possible leader. Um, it's got Nash on. It, it just completely controls the race. Can see him winning, but um, there's just a bit of a golfing class between him and Cascadian, I think. What but, price do you think Cascadian starts, Mark? Uh, look, I'm a, I'm a little bit wary. If I if this was like a target race, and it's not a target race, despite being $750,000. It's a stepping stone to his target at Flemington on the final day. Um, I'd, I'd say be $1.40, $1.50. If you, but this is this is half a prep run. And if he gets beaten, it doesn't matter because the last day at Flemington is his grand final day for him. So as a bookmaker now, what do we do here? Like, are you I just gonna... go, uh, let, the, let the money come to you, Jack, if you're bookmaking. That's my advice. Um, don't chase it, but they'll, you know, let it find its price. I'm working um, on that. If the, <laughs> if the market wants to come for surf dancer, I'll probably respect that. I'm just seeing if there's anything out there at the moment. Um, just folk, if it, if it really rains, it, it comes into it. Yeah. It's a wet tracker, I think, and maps pretty nicely here. Um, what about 
The, what about the Kiwi? He's a shocker. Oh, I thought not good enough or on because you would have seen it in Melbourne a bit, Jack. Any view on it? Comes out of the right race. Um, was some kind of support for it, but I think it's a, I think it's a level below the best, which this race is actually. So I wouldn't sort of take it on. I'll be uh, I'll be fence sitting on it. I, I thought the confusing horse was Zarek. Trial done nothing, just two prep runs so far. Trial well, um, yeah, it is. It's look, they need Cascade in to have an off day, but that's not impossible. Mm. Um, and if he does, Zarek at his best is good enough. I'd say. Yeah. When I said New Zealander, I meant the other one, uh, Pinarello for Roger James, the ah. trainer. Any 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 no. lead here? One hundred two rating. Out of New Zealand, only what is he second up? Did you did you see him first first run this time in? Yeah, yeah, I was there. Um, oh, Shannon, old flame surf dancer. Um, I can't place him a bit early okay. in the morning. Uh, and Promido, um, nice looking horse. I'm, I'm not sure what. I'm not sure if he's if he's much good though. Um, yeah. he, he seems like he, he lacks a bit of a turn of foot, but he is proven on the wet and with the low weight that'll attract some punters, I think. Yeah. Right. Uh, well, so Scurry, is there a horse you're going to try and find in the yard here? You want to find, or you no, trying I, not to find Cascading because it's too short and it grows uh, out? Yeah, you know, he, he, you know how I feel about this sort of even money, but it, it does look the winner to me. I've never seen him better. He's a horse that can get woolly, <laughs> can get sweaty. Sheik, um, Sheik completely air like for a bloke who's been airborne his whole life, he's going better than ever. Born and, airborne, yeah, born airborne now, like um, out of this atmosphere, yeah. <laughs> just floating above us. Um, the St. Ledger guys, race four. Do you want a bit of um, St. Ledger history, Jack? About yeah. the name of the St. Ledger, yeah, it's a 2600 meter race, and yeah. Mark's going to give us some history. And then uh, the English St. Ledger at Doncaster is one of the English classic races for three year olds. Uh, so, as we copied a lot of things from England in the early days of racing, most states had a St. Ledger. And there was one in Sydney, one in Melbourne, one in Brisbane. There was one everywhere, but the, the big ones were in Melbourne and Sydney. They were 2,800 metres originally. I think the Melbourne one still is. Um, it is. But, it is still. Yeah. And it used to be in the three year olds in the autumn over 2,800 metres after the derby. Um, but they sacked that quite a few years ago. They tried to make it a three and four year old race that didn't work and they sacked it completely. Then they just uh, brought it back a few years ago to coincide with Everest Day as just a 2600 meter race with nothing to do with three year olds. Just revived the name. And for how much money? Uh, 500,000. So not much, really. Yeah. Chicken scratch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Should have sent Keats to this race. It <laughs> <laughs> had run top four. <laughs> uh, uh, the market, please, market, uh, Mr. Yeah. Roden at readybet.com.au. Download the app today. Gamble responsibly. Okay. The main chances two Stockman 383, Arapaho 850, five Sacramento 750, six the favourite for Kiramar Racing, Carveray de Noir 220. Best of the rest seven, Karif, Hugh Bowman on board, $14. Um, what do we do here? What is, do we jo- do? is Joe Pride is Smoke and Joe going to have a big day or what? Yeah, he could. I, I actually, uh, if forced, I would rather be on Stockman here than uh, Brad Noir. Readybet.com.au taking on anyone. Download the app. Gamble responsibly. I think we're, yeah, we're too, well. Oh, I'm looking at a replay here, guys. Yeah, this is, this is the Metro. Lead up. This is the Metro. Stockman. We have the Caulfield Cup winner in this. That's uh, Dave Compromise. Just 
fuck, zigging and a zagging. Thurston. Thurston going better than everyone thinks, I reckon, on a heavy track. Um, After Madame Pomeroy. You know, I thought that could uh, on the heavy track. <laughs> the uh, tractor just got through the worst going that no other horse was able to get. Oh, no. Full credit. Uh, big, Full credit. Big, big heavy horse. I was on, a, I had a bit of a spec on Karif, uh, and I was yeah. at a good, good crack at Stockman in that race. Uh, Karif ran, ran really well, uh, but he's, you know, the, the luxury odds are now certainly gone about him. Uh, but I wouldn't <laughs> be surprised if he ran a race. Uh, and but Stockman suited on the wet. Um, he, he's been progressing slowly through this campaign. That was the best I see seen him last week. I think improve again, and this looks like his race to me. Uh, Cadre de Noir, um, obviously danger. I was half interested last week in Arapaho for the mm. uh, human stopwatch, Rachel King and Bjorn Baker. Um, what do we make of it, Mark? It's it likes the wet. It's best is certainly good enough. I actually, um, I think it's better runs have been uh, when they've ridden it a bit more positively. That, that, that hasn't been the case the last two. Uh, if it went forward, um, I, I could certainly see it running a race. Uh, and again, I just can't get my head around 220 card rate and why. I can see on figures why it sort of needs to be that price. Uh, Barrier 10, look, it's a 2,600 metre race. He should get into an ear, Doug, but chance he just. Has to stuff around a bit early, you know. You make a little bit of use for it, or drag it back from ten to just try and find something. It's it's not ideal ten, um, put it that way. And I think at two twenty, you want sort of all your ducks in a row. So I I can't warm to two dollars twenty. I think Stockman's a great chance on the wet track, um, drawn for a perfect run. Just never runs a bad race, really. You know, once he gets to his right trip and gets his right conditions, but three eighties about right too. Yeah, so maybe something like a Rappaho if I if I had to bet with. Um, Get my interest. I'd rather, I'd probably rather $10 than eight, to be honest, out of spec of it. But, you know, I, I, you run out of places, um, places to go in this race, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's a thin race. Yeah. It, it, it's, and I, I was on, I had a little bit on Arapahoe in the Newcastle Cup and thought it was a little bit disappointing looming yeah. to win and then sort of dropping out. Um, old, you know, old fun fact. Finally got a bit of fun fact money up in Brisbane last week. Oh, I, I, don't, I don't, I don't think he stood it on, on, a, on a very wet track. Um, I think I think I think Stockman's not a bad bet at the price. Yeah, but, yeah, that's a. I mean, three eighty feels a bit short, but once you look at the, the red, I mean, there's about three or four you can just completely yeah. ten. Yeah, carries in from a hundreds into tens. Are they yeah. uh, King Charles's silks there, Chalk Stream? King Charles the Third is the owner of Chalk Stream. That is correct. Yes. <laughs> Calm down, Rob. Calm <laughs> down. <laughs> Race eight, the Silver Eagle, last week's race postponed to tomorrow. Um, the market, please, Mark. Yes, this is good having just one Mark on the show for once, I tell you. Yeah, yeah. I've been one of two or well, it is. most, yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, this is a slightly uh, different Silver Eagle to what we saw last week, and it's going to be run under completely different conditions anyway. One Mr. Mozart, four forty, two star Tonte, seven fifty, three Valana, nine, four Kiss Sum, twelve, down to number eight Rob's Horse, Lock Eagle, eleven, uh, ten Waterford, six dollars, thirteen Lavish Girl, the leader, fourteen dollars, fourteen Espiona, seven. Give uh, me the Bear Emergency, probably make it a run seventeen, and in the Congos in the market down the bottom, but it will. I'm 99% sure we'll be running in the Sydney Stakes with J-Mac on in those six. And sorry, guys, just a buddy. Big morning here. Computer broke down. Had to get the kids to school. Take care. Um, Mark, how dare you 
say that there's one big rider coming to Sydney on Saturday. On behalf of the Mailbag Bloodstock, our man, your man, Craig Willow-Williams, the greatest human in racing, is also there on Saturday. And we all need to pay our full respects to Craig. He's a phenomenal athlete and a great rider. He rides Maurice's me daddy. Yes, welcome, Craig. He's no stranger to Sydney. He's won all sorts of big races in Sydney going back many years. Uh, I was just dazzled by those, the red numbers, of, or green numbers, sorry, that uh, I was seeing for D-Lane in the hunting form data. Now, full, credit, full credit to everyone involved. Um, what price here does Mr. Mozart start, in your opinion, Mark? He's been soft early in betting. Yeah, I don't know. Longer, longer than this, I would suggest. Um, I Well, maps well again. Uh, when we went through this race last week with uh, Mark Lamborn, we both agreed that that Piku race was a bit sus. Um, in that race, Mr. Mozart looked like he was going to run about fifth at the 200, hit a real flat spot, was coming again on the line and only got beaten in a photo uh, in the end. But, yeah, I, I wanted to look elsewhere. Um, uh, Waterford, I like as a horse, he's drawn the car park again, probably goes back to last. Look, we, it's very, uh, it's a lot of fun to pour shit on Espiona, um, but with the rail back in through. Oh, no. Oh, hang on. Hey, we're seven dollars. We're doing yeah, Back it if you like. But um, <laughs> it was absolutely no chance with the track pattern last week. Uh, it's a 50 to 1 chance, but back on the true rail. And she, she does seem to have one run of prep in her, you know. She has one. One big runner prep in her. That's, that's, that's that amazing. Given she's trained by Uncle Chris too. Yeah, yeah it's a winnable race. If this is a winnable race. Jay Mac on. Uh, I know Waterford. They really want to run top three. They guarantee a Golden Eagle uh, spot. Um, so that's what their aim is. There, Alana, which um, Mark Lamborn liked in uh, like last week when it was going to be run. Then looks the map well with Nash on. Um, I expect it to be fairly handy. It's around the nine dollar mark. It's it's a bit of a mess, the race. I look, my gut feel is I just really want to be against Mr. Mozart, but I think the market's going to sort of drift out with me, so it's not going to be much value in laying it, if you know what I mean. Um, yeah. What are you trying to do there? Do you just try and go a stupid price to get the, get the attention and get the money, or do you just sort of drift with the tide a little bit? Oh, you've got to have a price in your head. I mean, there's no point just pushing and pushing and pushing to your lad because yeah. then you're just laying at a completely wrong odds at the other extreme. So, yeah. I agree with you here. I don't like Mr. Mozart at all. Yeah. Um, I love Villane. Villana. Yeah. yeah. Love it. I love the map. I think Nash will be red hot. He might just won the Everest. Um just a, it's a beautiful map. There's horses that don't win taking up market percentage here. If it was pissing down, Lavish Girl comes into this race for me, as I spoke about last week, but on the sort of better track, Barrier Nine, Nash, two good trials, camps airborne. I think it's the easiest bet to have at Ringwick on Saturday each way all day. Race eight, number three, Bellana. Don't argue with that. I think it's just um, speaks volumes about Sydney racing. We can talk about a heavy eight as, you know, a better track rather than the 12s, 13s. We, we pop on a lot of set days. But aren't they predicting like a soft seven? Yeah, look, it depends on what happens this morning. If they'd missed the rain this morning, I think they could have got to a seven. They haven't. No, uh, it'll, it'll be on the worst side of eight. Yeah. Oh, God. Early on, you know, it's going to be a nice day on the day. So might well, get, I still might, think might the Valana bets are a responsible way to wager. He's two what? from three on heavy tracks. First up, that's first up. Um, I two, think Mr. Mo- two goes Mo- first up, one win, one second. Robertos. Okay. Well, that does sound that's, – that's, that's very good. Stable's hard to, you know. One from one at Randwick. 
back and blind. I think Mr. Mozart's the best horse in the race. I'm just not sure if he's suited on, on a heavy track. Um, I was on him when when I thought he was slaughtered that day in the Kiki race um, with uh, Pikey. Uh, Pikey's on uh, Lock Eagle, who won in amazing fashion at Canterbury. Horses don't win like that. Widest on the corner and picking them up. It, it, it did. Uh, so with with a closing jockey like uh, Will Pike, Billy Pike. What, it, yeah, you know what I mean. It's going to Billy Pike. Bill Pike. Danny. Ace needles. Ah, uh, look. Well, he's he's, he's proven right. Lost cash though. Yeah. Um, Lock Eagle uh, is you know might get the right setup here if they're swooping start of the stage of the day um, along with Waterford. They could they could really be rattling home. Dartontes is rated really highly. You know if you can forgive it, um, you know what it's done this prep. It's probably well enough in. Don't mind War Eternal down the bottom. Another close after again. If you forgive its last run, you go on its previous run. It, it might be a, a, you know map well here. All right, yeah, going to be, yeah, it's going to be critical here. I think it's it's that sort of race where you could make a case for about ten of them if Rob can give us an lead on what's there today and what isn't. That's yeah. how I love to use the yard. Like I, I want to yeah. back that Valana, and if he if he has like two units on it or a unit, or I'm just going <laughs> to. <laughs> uh, Everest boys let's have a quick recap of the Everest readybet.com.au download the app gamble responsibly Nature Strip $2 Eduardo 10 Lost and Running 8 Mars Crusader 10 keeping that safe Mark Marzu 17 Private Eye 13 Overpass 51 Ingratiating 41 Joyful Fortune 61 Shades Shades of Rose 41 Jacano 13 mm. and Giga Kick 23, and I pronounced every one of those names spot on. That's yep. the readybet.com.au market. Mark, what way are you leaning now with the the rain around? Um, a little bit more market information. Where are we at? Uh, I haven't moved. I, we're, mm, yeah, we're 13 Jack and over. I might, might make that 12. <laughs> it's just getting a bit on the edge, I think, $13 Jack and over. But uh, I'll, once I get off, uh, off here, sure. I might spin that up. 50s, Jackano. 50s, Jackano. Yeah. Oh, I'll leave it at 13 then. Okay, good. Yeah. Can't win. Right. There's one out the way. Um, <laughs> Nature Strip. Did you notice Nature Strip got to 2.30 in places yesterday? Uh, <laughs> some places it got to 240 actually, and um, oh. got hit. So uh, oh. then next time I looked, it was in the back into two bucks. Yeah. Um, so what are you doing? Well, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be quivering. <laughs> I know. And when, when I when I seen the biggest bet of the year. <laughs> and, it, and it gets and it gets beat, <laughs> and uh, you 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 know you prove oh god wouldn't that be a thing? Um, I no, I, th- I think Nature Strip's going to win comfortably. Mm. He's just going so well, and Eduardo is going to run a place. Uh, Private Eye should be can't run on a wet track. Uh-huh. Um, Marzu is not good enough. Masters played a sense of timing about it. Could run a hole. Same with Lost and Running. The rest, zero chance. Oh, I think we've talked about it a lot now. I think Lost and Running is the map horse. I think Eduardo's like overs. Nature Strip, if the right Nature Strip turns up and it sounds like the track's going to suit it, it's going to be very, very hard to beat. I think Private Eye is unders. And I think Mask Crusader is just, you, you, you have to wait and see how the track races. And if it is suiting those sort of, Late closes, then you know he almost won this race last year. They are a proper grand final camp. Um, I'm um, 
is adjusting the price as we go. No, I'm, I'm not adjusting the price. I'm looking at dynamic, and it just – this instant Mars Crusader just lit up red everywhere and joined another point. There we go. Uh, so it, market likes Mars Crusader with yeah. the rain maybe, Mark. I don't know. Yeah, which probably bleeds into that pattern that runners on might be suited. And, look, he got within a head of Nature's Pit last year when Nature's Pit looked like he was going to win by a couple of wins. Superb looking horse, proper panther. I'm going, it could finish one, two, three, four. Yeah. Yep. yep. Well, I, I, Mark and I did a show with Gab, and I, I think like if Joyful Fortune and Shade of Rose don't lead, then the race is a disgrace. Because as Shane touched on last night, they're kind of like just trying to get as much prize money as they can and not run proper race. Yeah. They have to lead. And if they do leave, they're going to be in the fetal position at the 300. <laughs> yeah. Look, there's a sense why they won't leave. There's a sense of timing about Eduardo. I've never seen him with so much condition on him. He's been very relaxed every parade. If he starts nodding his head and firing up, I think he's a, he's a really good place, but he's suited on the on the wet track. I know 1200 is not his go, but his he, his his prep is is all been all about this race. And um, yeah, I, I can see I can see him, you know. Only, you know, getting beat by a couple of links. All right. Anything else, boys, before we finish it off? Old Kem old Kementari in, in the in the in the constellation race. Um, I think that's that that's looks a good one. There's something else first up in there. What? Which which race was that? Race six. The he's a bit he may be a bit short. Remark remarks obviously in the market. And um, this uh, why, why haha falls oh, is a why haha falls. If it runs, it wins. It's got some proper proper uh, figures. One of you guys, it's a proper wet tracker. It's improving every prep. I got a really good leap. You know, oh, I love this horse. I love the yeah. setup. It, well, the track sounds like it's going to be perfect. Please, God, get a run. Yeah, yeah. It, bet um, until it responsibly. Bet just bet. Gamble, but responsibly. Yeah, it, it it does set up well. Great Randwick stats, and um, yeah, oh. I've, I've got a really good line on how that horse parades too. So you know, get the stuff. All, all right, guys, that's been victims of the punt for Everest weekend at Royal Randwick. Um, download the readybet.com.au app today. Gamble responsibly. Use punningform.com.au. Beautiful headwater Philly mailbag bloodstock with Gavin Bedgegood. Jesus, doing a phenomenal job, not just with the horses, but also with the updates. And Roberto Scuzz will be airborne. Listen to how excited he is already. He'll be eyes on yeah. ponies, 10 races, by the app, just before they jump. You get the best information you can possibly get out of the mounting yard to make your betting decisions. Gamble responsibly and have a phenomenal weekend. Bye for now.